Welcome to Machine Learning. Today I want to talk about water from the air. Okay, so using solar, you can uh, create an electric current, power a fan or a condenser, and uh, bring the air, water out of the air like a, an air humidifier working in reverse. So it brings the moisture from the air and condenses it down to water. Now, one of the big problems has been is the materials associated with uh, thermal. And I was watching uh, a couple of Mythbusters, and they did bring up <clears throat> the point that it takes about the same amount of energy to boil water as it takes to raise silver to the 10,000 degrees Celsius. So when you think about how much energy um, it takes to evaporate a liter of water, it's phenomenally high. So there's a lot of energy in water. And uh, to break apart those molecules and uh, evaporate them into the air is a lot of energy. So what they do to deal with the thermal problem is they create a 2D insulator and uh, and using uh, this insulation, they're able now to capture the moisture from the air. And it's big companies that are tackling this problem. For example, Google, uh, they call it Alphabet now, I guess, but uh, they have figured by solving uh, the water problem and bringing water from the air, that they could provide clean water to up to two mil billion people. And so that is a, a big problem as populations are increasing. They're pulling water from the groundwater. They're having to drill deeper. And in some cases, like in the case where we did the machine learning and analyzed arsenic in the wells uh, in India, that we were predicting uh, arsenic trends in different wells and different regions of India. So what, bringing water out of the ground is, is uh, in some cases, a not feasible. And then the other thing is, well, let's, uh, what about bringing water from uh, uh, the desalinization, like, for example, the desal desalinization projects in uh, Orange County where they they were converting the water, they're actually recycling uh, sewage water into drinkable water and then selling it at, in uh, uh, bottles, wa bottled water. So that was their economic model to cover the cost for the desalinization. But if you do the desalinization properly, you probably need a nuclear power plant next to it. So you have the nuclear power plant and then you have the heat exchange into the ocean. Um, and then you have to get around the environmental problems of, of the heat exchange into the seawater. But then there's a lot of seawater or ocean water. And so uh, bringing the clean water from the ocean for agriculture would have made better sense, but they didn't do it. And that's because politics interfered. And again, as I said, stated about big business and politics, is 
that that, that causes some uh, free economics, and you want to have uh, more innovation and free market and people paying for those products because that drives the innovation and it, and it and it correctly puts the allocation of resources where it needs to be. It's going to be sad because I think that the trend for the future will be larger government and uh, more socialism, which is going to mean uh, worse allocation of resources, less efficiency. Even in a time where you have greater efficiency, that that greater efficiency will be constrained to the political objectives and strategies of large business and big government. So rather than depress you, let's let's talk continue to talk about uh, what the advantage of clean water would be. Well, in, in the case of clean water, if you had a low-cost way of producing that water, um, that that would that is uh, the strategy. And so you have to reduce down the cost of your materials to create the current. To create the condense, condensing and thermal exchange to gather the water. Then, once you have the water, uh, you'll collect it and you'll have to run it through a, a reverse osmosis, which I don't understand why they do that. But I guess apparently they're concerned about impurities in the line, and so they uh, they run it through a reverse osmosis as a, cl a cleaning process to take out ba any bacteria. Uh, that might exist in the line, and then uh, run it through uh, remineralization so it tastes good, so mineralized water. And when I was doing my market basket analysis yesterday, I was noticing that mineralized water was a big deal. And I think they classify the mineralized water anytime you have uh, you you clean the water and you resell it and then you add minerals back into the water, they call it mineralized water. So, uh, you know, bottled water may be classified as mineralized water. I don't know. But uh, there was a lot of sale of mineralized water, and I was wondering well, what, what was driving that trend. Okay, another thing that's being used is uh, fog nets, and that requires no energy to gather that. And so they... they utilize the fog that's in the morning, gather moisture on large nets, and these nets then uh, uh, can pull the water, and they can get the many hundred gallons, thousands of gallons of water from the air that way, and provide uh, agriculture. They can grow trees to hold down the topsoil, and they can that, those trees can produce fruit, and so they can create uh, they can create a agricultural cycle here where they can have a form of economy economics where they can sell fruits vegetables and that water for living and so this clean water movement really makes sense and the solutions have to be near zero but clean water is definitely a concern in the world it's almost as important as electricity. If you had a free electricity or near free electricity, you're going to have a great deal of abundance. But the, for some reason, uh, low energy nuclear reactions have not been distributable through the world. 
and also the distribution lines of centralized power transmission where you're transmitting uh, high voltage over long distances using AC transformers and repeaters is the way that uh, large power companies have ma managed to sustain their uh, cost per kilowatt and make a profit. But at the same time, the decentralization and micro generators and, uh, and solar are beginning to gain uh, traction. Solar needs to be at least three cents a kilowatt hour. And once it gets to that point, then it's cost effective for um, the middle class or lower class. And then if you can drop that even below one cents a kilowatt, then most of the world could uh, use solar because there's lots of areas in the world that are extremely poor. But if you had solar, low cost energy, uh, combine that with automation, you have a lot of productivity that's possible. So again, uh, the target for the $4 billion on the bottom is still my goal and my vision, and that's what I've been talking about quite a bit, is how to, to do that, how to bring clean water, electricity, and compute, and AI to the $4 billion at the bottom.